Before we jump into the episode today, I want to share something with you from my heart. First of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really can't tell you how much your support means to me. We've been doing the podcast now for almost four years. I can't even believe it. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you that listens, shares an episode with your friends, sends me a DM or a text message letting me know how an episode resonated with you or any aha moments. Seriously, I couldn't be more grateful to be able to create this podcast. It has been such a blessing in my life, and I love hearing the ways it's been able to provide value in yours as well. One thing you might not know is how much work it takes to be consistent with a podcast. In fact, did you know that the majority of podcasts don't make it past episode number 10? And we are well, 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 well beyond that. And it's just a lot thinking of the episodes, recording them, editing them, managing the guests, making sure that everything runs smoothly and gets uploaded consistently and regularly. And so that's why I have created an amazing opportunity for you to support the podcast monetarily. And in exchange for that, you will get exclusive premium subscriber content. So for as little as $3 a month, you can become a premium subscriber of the podcast. And every month I will upload new voice-guided workouts and breathwork meditation audio for you. So that way you can work out with me coaching you in your ears. You can also take a moment to reduce your stress and relax and come down and ground down with one of my breathwork audios. So if that is on your heart to support the podcast for as little as $3 a month to become a premium podcast subscriber, I can't tell you how much that means to me and the growth of this podcast. I appreciate you. If you're interested, Click the link in the description, become a premium podcast subscriber, new content every month, and while supplies last, I'll send you an exclusive podcast coffee mug so you can have your self-love and sweat coffee every morning. I appreciate you. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Self-Love and Sweat, the podcast, the place where you'll get inspired to live your life unapologetically, embrace your perfect imperfections, break down barriers, and do what sets your soul on fire. I'm your host, London Souza. Hey friend, it's me, London Souza, online lifestyle transformation coach. I help people all over the world just like you who know they are meant for more, get their mind right and their body tight and go from crazy busy to crazy happy. And hey, if it's our first time meeting, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been with us for a while, it's so great that you're here too. I'm really excited to share this episode of the Self Love and Sweat podcast with you. I want to tell you quickly about two ways that you can get connected beyond the podcast to up-level your health, your life, your fitness, reach your goals, but also support the podcast as well. So the first option is our self-love and sweat monthly members only meetup. We meet up on the last Saturday of the month on Zoom for 90 minutes to cover some important topics, to answer your questions, and then to also do a workout together. It's a great way to have that 
that support, have that accountability, get supercharged and get reminded that there are other people all over the world on this journey of self-love and sweat and you don't have to do it alone. You can join your first month for only a dollar using code SELFLOVE1 at checkout. And then it's $27 a month after that. So you go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash monthly, use the code SELFLOVE1 at checkout to try us out, test it out for only a dollar for your first month. And then you can be on board to listen to the podcast, join up on the meetups and just really feel like you're connected and thriving on this journey to reach your goals. The second option is our Strong at Home for Women eight-week dumbbell-only workout plan. We have women all over the world getting stronger from the inside out right at home, right? So we're ready to take action to get stronger despite the circumstances of the world. And we know that we're not about to do that alone. So embark on this eight-week journey with us. You can go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash strong at home. You can pick up your eight-week plan. And the exciting thing is that every eight weeks, we open it up, myself and my co-coach, for VIP all-access coaching with us. So not only do you get the plan, but you get Zoom. Zoom fireside chats with us. You get an exclusive way to chat with us anytime so you can ask your questions, share your progress. Um, And we're always continuing to stay connected and motivate and inspire each other on our journey to get stronger, no matter what that means for us. So if you know that you're meant for more, you're ready to get stronger from the inside out, and you're just like, yes, I need a plan and some structure, something to tell me what to do. I know I'm ready, but I need that coaching. I can't do it alone. We are here for you. You can go to lifelikelondon.com forward slash strong at home, pick up the plan, figure out when our next VIP all access registration is opening so you can get that support and guidance. And the third thing, I said there was two, but the third thing is you can do both. You can join us for those monthly meetups. You can be there for the eight week program. You know, this coaching and this support is here for you. We want to get you real results that last so you never have to start over again. And so you guys are awesome. Enjoy this episode. Get connected self-love and sweat friends. Finding motivation to take that next step. And what is the next step? That's what we're going to talk about today on this episode. And I'm really excited about this episode because I want to really dive deep into a personal example for you and give you kind of a step-by-step process on exactly how I coach myself personally to I'm holding up air quotes here for those of you that are listening to always stay motivated. I think it's really easy to say um, motivation comes and goes and it ebbs and flows and motivation is a feeling just like happiness or sadness or excitement or frustration. It hangs out for a while and then sometimes it just like goes away. And so I think it's really easy to say that, but I think it'll be really helpful and really valuable to share this kind of personal example with you guys today. And that's because I've been sharing this with my clients. I've also been sharing this with some close friends of mine who I would consider really high performers. And when I talk about high performers, I use the definition that comes from Brenda Bouchard, which is being successful over the long term while still being happy and having positive relationships. And successful doesn't always mean financially. It just means like successful and whatever that means to you, right? So you could be like a high performing janitor. You can be a high performing teacher. You could also be a high performing, you know, fortune 500 CEO. So that's the definition that I use and really the, um, the, the, 
the persona of high performance, I don't know if that's the right word I want to use, but like a, a high performing person that really has been um, drawn. I've been really drawn to that over the last years. In fact, when I finished the book, High Performance Habits by Brenda Burchard, I was really like catapulted into action to um, leave my position at Adidas Runtastic, not because it was bad or anything. I was actually in a really great place, but because I just feel, I felt like that wasn't it for me. I felt like there was something more and I needed to really step into that purpose fully. And so if you haven't already checked that book out, um, it's one of my favorite books of all time, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. Um, you should. I think it's really, really great. But um, so yeah, I've been sharing this, what I want to share with you guys today to my clients. And like I said, some close friends of mine that I would really, that I really look up to, friends that I really reach out to when it comes to um, my own support and personal development and just life stuff, right? People that I really, really trust. And they were like, wow, London, this was super helpful. And super valuable. So thank you for sharing that. And so I thought, huh, if they thought it was valuable, I need to put it on the podcast. And so I just want to share with you guys a lot of what goes on in my brain, a lot of that internal dialogue, because we have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of thoughts, um, you know, all the time. And one thing that I think is really important to say right at the beginning is we are not our thoughts. Just because we think something doesn't mean that it's true. Just because we might have a feeling of, you know, like, I'm not good enough or whatever it might be, doesn't mean that we have to believe it, right? And I think that when you really come into the present moment and into awareness of your thoughts and what you're thinking. And you slow down enough to really be like, Hey, you know, I've been thinking that a lot. And like, do I believe that to be true? And, you know, do I want that to be on repeat in my mind? Um, I think that's really, really powerful. In fact, I know it's really, really powerful. Our thoughts become our reality. And yeah, I just want to share a little insight into what has been going on in my mind over the last couple of days. Um, and just, yeah, I just feel like I really want to open up here so that you guys can see that it's not just just about me saying, Hey, you should do this or try this out. Like, this is what I do day in and day out. This is how I live. This is how I think. And this is how I function. And I wanted to uh, share that with you today. So First of all, the last couple of days, I've been in the phase of ovulation of my cycle. So that there's four phases of our female cycle. And for me, I don't really, I get a little bit tired and low energy when it comes time to like my period and my menstrual cycle. But I realized um, over the course of the last years, really paying close attention to my cycle, which is something I really recommend if you are a woman and also men have different cycles too. And I think that journals and just kind of like tapping into how you're feeling throughout different parts of the month is really, really helpful and has really helped me tune in to my body even more. And what I realized is like during ovulation, I log a lot of feelings of being self-critical. Um, I'm much more likely to look in the mirror and like, think I'm ugly. Uh, I feel like, um, yeah, I have obsessive thoughts. I feel like I'm really, really, really hard on myself. And historically, um, during this phase of ovulation, it'd be like three, four or five days of me just feeling meh, beating myself up because I feel like I'm not getting enough done and I'm not being productive enough and I'm not like motivated or energized enough. And so I don't want to be that way anymore. Now, that doesn't mean I can change, you know, a lot of these feelings, but I can choose to use them as my superpower. And that's what I've chosen to do. And so I just really realized, yeah, during this phase of ovulation, um, that's just really how I feel. And 
it's been historically, like I said, three, four or five days where I'm feeling kind of in a funk and I want to shorten that a little bit, or I just want to bring more awareness to it. Because when I was looking at like, um, productivity on paper, because I really analyze myself, like I time audit myself. I do like productivity analysis on myself. I do this with my clients too. It's like, sometimes what we think we're doing, we're not doing. And sometimes what we think we're not doing, we're actually doing right. So I, um, kind of looked on paper, like, okay, what did I get done during the weeks that I actually feel really good and energized and like in my power. And what did I actually get done on the days that I was feeling a little bit met? And it's like, I was still, you know, getting back to my emails. I was still recording podcasts. I was still getting stuff done. It was just like my attitude towards what I was doing really sucked. And I didn't like it. And I didn't like how I was feeling. So instead of pointing, um, you know, outside of myself to something else, someone else, you know, oh, it's because I'm ovulating. Oh, it's because this person's being annoying. Oh, it's because of this, whatever. I like to point all fingers at me. Ownership is one of my favorite words of all times, because I feel like we give our power away a lot. And we say like, oh, they took our motivation or they took that from me, or it's because of them that I'm feeling this way. And, um, if that's you and I'm triggering you a little bit good, I'm excited about that because I feel like we need more people who are willing to take ownership and less people that are pointing the fingers at everybody else. And so for me, um, I was really like, okay, I want to take ownership here. I want to do like a little experiment on myself and really just like do my best, right. And show up as my best. And so I was laying in bed the other morning and I was just feeling not good. I was feeling super self-critical. I was feeling very meh, very low energy. Um, just like beating myself up in my brain. My thoughts were like, Oh, you're so lazy. Like, of course you're going to be feeling this way. Oh, I have cramps and I'm not feeling that well. Or I'm just feeling uncomfortable. And then I was like, okay, so this is the part I want to share with you. This is where everything changed for me because I was in bed and I was like, okay, London, who, how do you want to show up? And what would be the next best action? So who is, you know, how do you want to show up? You know, how does the person that you want to be right now, what would they do next? And I was like, okay, she would get out of bed. So I got out of bed and I was like, okay, what would she do next? She would go downstairs. I was literally talking to myself. I have these dual sides of my brain. Maybe you do too, but I was like, just talking myself through it, coaching myself through it. And I was like, okay, what would she do next? Okay. She would go downstairs and take a shot of apple cider vinegar with lemon. Okay, cool. Go downstairs, take my shot of apple cider vinegar with lemon. Okay. What would she do next? She would go and, um, have a big glass of water. So I went, got my big glass of water, drink it. Okay. What would she do next? She would go outside and water the garden, take a big, deep breath of fresh air and give thanks and give thanks to God for being alive and having another day to be out, um, you know, in this physical form and, you know, just to execute my purpose. So I went outside, got the hose, put it in the garden, looked up at the sun. Thank you, God. I'm so thankful to be alive. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to show up for my purpose. Now that doesn't mean that I was doing it with like a smile. I was kind of annoyed by myself. I was like kind of grumpy. I was like, Oh, okay. What would she do next? Okay. What would she do next? You know? And then I was like, okay, what would she do next? And I went inside. I was like, Oh, thinking about, okay, what would she, you know, how do I want to show up? What do I want to get done? Okay. My laundry, it was in the dryer. Okay, cool. Going to go grab my stuff, get it out of the laundry, put it in the basket, bring it upstairs, bring it to my room. Then I was like, okay, what would she do next? She would get moving. Okay, cool. So I grabbed a pair of socks out of my clean laundry basket and I put my socks on and I proceeded to walk out of my room um, and go towards the Peloton, towards the bike that I wanted to ride. And then I was like, wait, would the person I want to be just leave the basket of clothes that's clean just there? Because I know myself, if I leave it there now, 
I'll probably just pick out of it the whole entire time. Right. And I was like, no. So I came back, I reversed it. I came back, I put my stuff, uh, or I sat down in front of my stuff. I folded all of my laundry and I put it away. And I was like, okay, the person I want to be doesn't leave their shit everywhere. Doesn't like leave their, their laundry basket there. You know, I feel like I'm a firm believer in the phrase that the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And so I feel like if you leave unfinished business, when it comes to the mundane stuff, then you're going to leave a lot of unfinished business when it comes to other things point. Now that doesn't mean the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So you need to do all the things. No, I feel like you have to pick and choose which things you're going to do and which areas you want to serve with excellence, which things you want to do and like show up for. Right. So, um, I just, yeah, I told myself, no, I don't want to leave unfinished business here. Cause I'm really trying to, um, up level, you know, um, a lot of my productivity in my business and in my personal and professional life. And there were certain areas where I realized I was leaving like a few, a few things untied and it was bothering me. So I was like, okay, London, like show up, don't leave this unfinished. And then those other areas, it'll be easier to do the thing. Right. So then I folded my laundry. I got on the bike. I was pedaling, got on whatever. Okay. What would the, what would, um, what would she do next? Right. And then that was text my best friend. So I text my best friend, Allie, who I talk about a lot here on the podcast and I just freaking love her. She's a gem of a human. I wouldn't be who I am without my best friend. We've been friends since we were two years old through all phases of our lives. Um, Oh my gosh, I just don't know what I would do without her. So I wrote her a message. I reached out to her, sent her an audio message, let her know how much I appreciate her, gave her kind of an update on how I was feeling, shared a little bit of this dialogue with her. And then it was just really cool because, um, after that I hopped on a call with my coach. Um, I do have coaches. I have a lot of coaches that I meet with on a regular basis. And this one in particular was a Scott. He's been on my podcast before we've done a, we've done a podcast episode, a really good one on forgiveness. Um, I'll link it in the show notes, but I was talking with him and then I was explaining this to him. I was like, okay, Scott, this was my morning. And this is the dialogue that I was like, kind of thinking about. And this is what was like coming through in my head and in my brain and whatever. And what he said was afterwards, he kind of stopped me and he was like, okay, but you keep saying, what would she do? He goes, now I want you to bring it together with some ownership and more I statements. And I was like, okay. So it was like a moment where I was feeling like outside of that person I wanted to become. But then as I started um, acting in a way that was more congruent to that person. Eventually it was like, we met and I was her right. And maybe you're following this, maybe you're not. Um, but if you are, I think that's such a great feeling because I, in that session with my coach, I was able to use a lot of I statements. Okay. What would I do? I would wake up. I would get up. I would go downstairs and take my apple cider vinegar and lemon shot. I would go downstairs and take um, a big glass of water and get really hydrated. Then I would go outside and water the plants and I would give thanks for my life. And I would, you know, give gratitude to God for being alive and ready to serve. And then I would go get my laundry and I would. So it became a bunch of, you know, kind of being outside of that and then coming into that. And I feel like that's really, really what it is. It's like not fake it till you make it. It's just like, take some time to think about who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? You know, a lot of times we have these stories on repeat or we say like, I'm such a procrastinator. I don't want to, you know, I can never get anything done. I wish I was a person who could get more things done and whatever, but that's really what I love to do in the work for myself. And with my clients is like, okay, who do you want to be? You know, what are the core values of the person that you want to be and who you want to become? And what are those next action steps that you can take in order to bring that, to bring more congruence there, to bring more congruence there? 
Um, one of the things I really feel like I, I lucked out a lot on the parents car to have excellent parents. And one of the things that I remember growing up um, with my parents is they really very rarely asked me to do things that they weren't already doing themselves. And I really loved that about my upbringing. I don't know if I loved it then, uh, but now I really think about it, you know, um, with my mom, it was very much like diligence and keeping things tidy and organized and clean and like line it up, knock it down when it comes to to do's and business. And she always does that herself. Like she crushes it at business. She crushes it, you know, at like, um, you know, making sure we all have good meals on the table. Things are clean. Like, you know, we have a great place to live. Like she, you know, would be like, Hey, make your bed, but she'd always make your, her bed. You know, she'd be like, Hey, you know, you need to clean your room and put your dishes away. Well, my mom always keeps her stuff tidy and puts her dishes away. Right. So there was a lot of congruence there. And with my dad, he was uh, much more in tune to like how we treat people and, um, you know, the type of music we listen to and books we read and TV we watch. And he would say, you know, Hey, like you're going to be you know, if you listen to that song on repeat, if you watch that show on repeat, like that's going to be what you get in your brain. Like that's what it's going to be, what your body down or your, you know, your brain downloads. And so you'll never hear my dad, you know, what listening to music that doesn't have good lyrics. You'll never see my dad watching a show that has, you know, cuss words or like sexual innuendos or things like that. And not to say that everyone needs to be like my parents at all. I just think there's something so beautiful about being in congruence with what you preach. And so yeah, I hope that that helps. I hope that that brings some light into my brain a little bit that, you know, hey, you know, you're not always there. You're not always motivated. You're not always excited to do the thing, but we have to slow our roll, slow it down a little bit and be like, hey, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? What do I want to put out into the world? How do I want to show up? You know, I want to show up in a way that I'm proud. Not when I leave, I'm like, oh, you know, I did it again. I, I, uh, I, you know, and that might happen, right? We might, you know, have moments where we're like, uh, that wasn't my best self. That wasn't how I wanted to show up. And that's totally cool. And bringing awareness to that and saying, hey, that was me. I can do better next time is really where I feel the celebration and the wins need to come. It's not in perfection. It's not in always being motivated. It's not in showing up and, you know, saying like, oh, I have the perfect structure and all the things. It's just in that um, awareness and in that ownership and being able to say like, okay, I can do better next time. There will be a next time, you know, and I'm going to do my best to um, be more intentional and, you know, be a little bit more flexible or whatever that might be. You know, I think that, um, you know, we can all think of an example, whether it's interactions at work or with family or whatever, where we're kind of like, oh, I really want to show up in a better space there. And I really feel like if you can do that mental rehearsal and you can ask yourself and slow down and even just kind of close your eyes for a second. Or sometimes this happens while we're around people. We might be like triggered by certain situations or whatever, catch us on an off day, right? Sometimes it's really moment by moment to be like, okay, what would be the next step? What would be that next thing? And sometimes that next step is literally one step. It might be when it comes to health, fitness, and wellness and a workout routine, whatever. It might just be like, okay, just taking that step outside to go for a walk, just making literally the next step with my foot, right? Um, sometimes it's the next step in terms of like what you might do next or what you might say next, but sometimes it really is that next step, um, like physically, like your right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right? So yeah, I just want to let you guys know that being motivated is not a full-time thing, but it's a full-time job and it's a full-time accountability and awareness like setup. And I really feel like, um, 
this was a great way for me to provide value and show you an example in my real life of the fact that I know I'm not always motivated. I'm not always excited, not always gung ho, um, but I love tracking my cycle. I love understanding how different hormones might affect me differently and working with them instead of working against them and being able to coach myself and use some of these tactics to, um, yeah, to be in congruence with who I say I want to be. You know, I think um, as I continue to grow and evolve as a coach and as a human and as a person, I just feel like um, giving much more real examples in my life and, and really digging deep and being like, okay, here is uh, where I've become more aware and more present. And this is kind of the step-by-step process that works for me. And how can I bring that to the podcast or other, you know, forms of social media to share that with you guys in a very real and tangible way. So I hope you guys found this valuable. And remember, you don't always need to be motivated, but just ask yourself, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And what is the next best step? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Love and Sweat, the podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, give us a review. This really helps a lot. And share this with a friend. I'm only one person. And with your help, we can really spread the message of self love and sweat and change more lives all around the world. I'm London Souza reminding you that you deserve a life full of passion, presence, and purpose fueled by self-love and sweat. This podcast is a HitSpot Austria production. 